Hi, this is Marilyn Michaels, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. It is always happy to welcome back America's master mimic, Mr. Rich. Little Rich can be seen every Thursday through Sunday at the famous Tropicana Laugh Factory in Las Vegas, where he continues to break his own record as the longest-running entertainer at the Tropicana. Rich was also recently appointed by the Governor General of Canada to the Order of Canada. The Order of Canada honors a select number of Native Canadians every year for their service to society, their innovations, and their compassions. We'll ask Rich about that in just a second. Rich Little, welcome back to our program. Thank you. So first of all, congratulations on receiving, on, on, be, on being appointed to the Order of Canada. You must be very proud. Yeah, I think they uh, gave it to me because I left. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's a great honor, and I'm thrilled to, to get the uh, award, which will probably happen sometime next year. I'll admit, I'm not, I'm not familiar with the Order of Canada for all. I'll just be straight at that. Is this is appointment to the Order of Canada? Is that like the equivalent of the Congressional Medal of Honor, or not an honor like that? I guess so. I, I guess it's just uh, you know acknowledging uh, Canadians that have uh, gone on to achieve something, and uh, and it's just uh, you know thanking them for being such a, a great Canadian, and uh, it's quite an honor. And um, I, I, there's been a number of people who have received it, and uh, and great people too. And you know, there's a lot of uh, Canadians that uh, people aren't aware they are Canadians, you know. Um, Alex Trebek was a Canadian. I think he got the award. Both Victor Garber um, yeah. is one of the honorees this year. He's also from Canada. And the great Eugene Levy uh, is, is uh, also in this year's class. So, I mean, those are three funny people alone, you know, being recognized. Oh, of course, you're not, you're not just recognized for your work as an entertainer. You're, you're recognized for your contributions to societies in other ways, including, your, in your case, your support of our, of, of our veterans throughout the world. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I've given a lot of money to the to the troops, and they deserve it. And um, uh, you know, I, I used to sell my merchandise after my show, and um, and a lot of my uh, portraits because I, you know, I'm an artist, mm -hmm. and a lot of my TV shows, and then the money went to the Gary Sinise Foundation, and we haven't done that since COVID because of uh, it's not good to be with a bunch of people, but. Um, Eventually, I'll probably get back and, uh, and start doing that again. What first connected you with the uh, Gary Sinise Foundation? Well, you know, I mean, the thing is, we got You got to be careful when you when you get involved in the charities where the money's going. You know, you're not sure uh, if it's going to the right place. And um, I, I found out that Gary Sinise, if you uh, donate to the Gary Sinise Foundation, about ninety percent of the money goes. Uh, yeah, you, you, you want to make sure the money goes where you want it to go to support the cause you want to support. 
Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of charities. You're never, you're never sure where really the money's going. You know, so you got to be careful. Well, you've done your due diligence, just as the Order of Canada did their due diligence, and the Order. Uh, Rich, Rich Little was recently appointed by the Governor General of Canada to the Order of Canada, which honors a select number of Native Canadians every year for their service to society, their innovations, and their compassions. Rich is on the line with us. Uh, Rich uh, can be seen every Thursday through Sunday at the Tropicana Laugh Factory. For tickets and more information, troplb.com, troplb.com. Uh, speaking of the Gary Sinise Foundation, Rich recently updated his memoir, uh, which is called People I've Known and Been Little by Little. 100% of the royalties from Rich's book go directly to the Gary Sinise Foundation. So if you pick up a copy of Rich's book, you're going to support a good cause. You will support our veterans. Rich, Rich recently added about 100 pages of new stories to your memoir. Was it, This is one of the benefits of of doing a book these days and that if, if you think of something that uh, that you hadn't thought of before after a couple of years you can add it to your book and it's brand new ah, that's true that's true it isn't uh, really uh, a book about my career it's really just funny things that have happened with me and celebrities down through the years that's what the book really is so it isn't really a biography at all although you do tell us a few things about yourself every now and then oh yeah yeah I, I talked a little bit before when i was um growing up in canada yeah absolutely absolutely and that go, going back to, to the order of canada did you ever imagine that uh, you would be named to that when you're when, when you're first starting your career not really no no not really uh uh, I never really thought about it, actually. I, I didn't know there was such a thing as the Order of Canada, to tell you the truth. But uh, apparently it's it's uh, been in existence for a number of years, and uh, I wasn't aware of that. Well, they're certainly aware of you, and uh, uh, the uh, the Order of Canada recognized Rich Little, and Rich is uh, uh, spending a few minutes talking to us about his career uh you can see if you're if you're heading to las vegas uh, you can see rich every thursday through sunday at the tropicana laugh factory tickets and information troplb.com you perform every thursday through sunday the, the past holidays the past christmas and new year's holidays were on a weekend did you work that weekend did you do, or did you take uh, the time off and, and be with your family no i, I worked uh, i worked through a new year's new year's uh, eve and new year's day but i didn't work on, on christmas day okay no. all right and, well, I, and i probably won't be working on super bowl either <laughs> Do you have a rooting interest, or are you just going to t enjoy the game like everybody else? I'm just going to enjoy the game, you know, because um, I like football, but, um, uh, you know, I'm not really rooting for any particular team, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean, as, as long as it's a competitive game and the commercials are good and depending on who you spend the, you know, the day with, you know, the food is good, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when, when a player catches a ball with one hand, you know, before going over the uh, over the line, I mean that that's that's exciting to me. That's skill. Yeah, I like I like any sport that, that that shows skill. I like tennis. Tennis is a great sport for me because it's mostly skill. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, and uh, golf is too. So you know, those are my favorite sports. 
Um, of course, one of the voices in your arsenal is Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell called a number of Super Bowls in his day. When you have a voice like in Howard Cosell that's very iconic, is it is it uh, easy for you to master, or does it take time for you to master any voice, no matter who it is? Oh, no, no. You, know, you look for somebody that has uh, something in their voice that's very distinctive. You know, Howard Cosell. Howard, Howard Cosell. You know, one time Howard Cosell said to me, he said, Rich, if you could talk in my voice 24 hours a day, there's no degree to greatness you could not obtain in the world of show business. Rich Little shares uh, stories about some of the people he has known and been, including Howard Cosell in his book, People I've Known and Been Little by Little, Rich include, which includes more than 100 pages of new information, all proceeds from sales of people I've known and been little by little. Support the Gary Sinise Foundation. You can find people I've known and been little by little wherever books are sold as well as Amazon.com. I understand one of the new uh, stories you share. Part of the new material includes um, some, some anecdotes about uh, Mr. Warmth himself, Don Rickles. Yeah, well, I, I love Don. Uh, I think Don was the funniest comedian I've ever seen in my life. Um, he had rapid fire delivery, and uh, he he could think like two jokes ahead. Mm -hmm. he, he was just uh, unbelievable how quick he was. You know, the only other comedian that had that quickness was Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. you know, he had that too. And, and Johnny Winters too. Like, they could think very quickly, and, um, and, and there was no time. To, you know, most comedians have to think about what's said, and uh, it takes a couple of seconds. But Don was just rapid fire, you know. He just was unbelievable. Couldn't, I, I can remember sitting on the days of those Dean Martin shows with tears streaming down my face. I was laughing so hard. One of the things I do to decompress, Rich, is um, sometimes I'll watch clips. Uh, there, there are a lot of various clips of the Johnny Carson Tonight shows on YouTube, and I particularly look for the ones with Rickles because Rickles, whenever he did the Tonight Show, Johnny Carson was like Mr. Cool, but whenever Rickles was on, he, Johnny would like break character, and yeah. uh, Rickles would always make him laugh and, and momentarily lose control of the show. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Johnny Carson was a big fan of Don Rickles and helped him a lot. Once once Don got on the Tonight Show, um, he, you know, he he became very well known. And uh, the Tonight Show was very important for anybody uh, in show business because it it was seen by so many people. And and the Ed Sullivan Show too. If you were on the Ed Sullivan Show or the or the Tonight Show. Uh, the next day, most of America had seen you. Right. That's how, that's how powerful those shows were. Right, because remember, uh, in the 60s and 70s, it was a three-network universe. You didn't have all the options and, and portals and channels to watch television that we do today. And so if, you, if, if you're a comic, if you're an entertainer like Rich Little, uh, and you got uh, 10 minutes or five minutes uh, – on, on, on Sullivan or, or Johnny, I mean, that was a big deal. And in the case of Johnny, if Johnny invited you to come back to the couch, that was, I mean, to the couch, that was gold. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot of people just did a, a, a you know, a, a comedy routine, and uh, that was it. And then they, they, they disappeared. But if you were asked to come back to the couch after you performed, 
you were considered um, pretty popular with Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson's also one of the people that Rich Little has known and been, and uh, he shares some stories in his mem in in his uh, in his book. I mean, it's, it's not quite a memoir. It's not quite a biography, but it's a wonderful book with lots of great stories about people, about Rich's uh, friendships with people like J uh, Jack Benny, George Burns, Jimmy Stewart, John Wayne, Ronald Reagan, Judy Garland, Orson Welles, many, many more, little by little, available wherever books are sold, as well as Amazon.com, RichLittle.com, and as we mentioned, all proceeds from sales of Little by Little. Support the Gary Sinise Foundation. You did a movie with Orson Welles. Yes, I did. Yeah, but I, I, I never finished it. So it was about, oh my gosh, 30, 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, the Other Side of the Wind was the name of the, the movie, which was finally released. But I'm not in it because I had to leave uh, midway during uh, the, um, the uh, photographing of it. And uh, it's unfortunate. I had commitments. I had some dates that I couldn't get out of, and I had to leave. And, uh, and Peter Vigdonovich took over my part. And he's now in the film, and I'm not in it anymore. But it was a great experience, though, working with Orson Welles. I would love to have been a fly in the wall when you were sitting and just chatting with him. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, John Huston, too, the famous director. He was he was in the movie, and um, we would uh, at lunchtime uh, was fun because to hear those two talking about the past and people they worked with was was very exciting for me. You know. Well, one of the things I one of the things that excites me about little by little, Rich, is, and I've said this to you before, but I'll say it again: you really are a conduit to the golden age of Hollywood, the golden age of television, the golden age of entertainment. Icons like Jimmy Stewart and John Wayne they they're kept alive because of you. Well, that that's true. That's true. Jimmy Stewart told that to me many years ago. He said, Rich, uh, I, I, I don't need to work anymore. You, you, you're doing it for me. <laughs> he said, I, I should pay you for keeping me alive. You know? <laughs> he was a dear man. He really was a wonderful man at Jimmy Stewart. A little shy. You know, he, he, um, he kept out of the limelight. You know, if you, if you went and did a, 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 a charity event with him, he would usually sit in the back and just uh, keep out of the way. And his wife, uh, he, she really worked the room, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and Jimmy was, um, you had to kind of, uh, you know, it's like getting a, an, an old Model T going. You had to kind of crank them, you know, before you got them going. Because he, he, um, he was very shy. Yeah. I, w I was watching a clip of the old Dean Martin show where uh, Dean and Jimmy are performing. And they're just kind of chewing the fat. And then they go to the piano. And Jimmy starts playing the piano. And he and yeah. Dean start doing Ragtime Cowboy Joe. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, was, that was the song that Jimmy uh, liked best was Ragtime Cowboy Joe. And uh, he played the piano and sang that song. Um, and uh, he did that on the Carol Burnett show, too. Bogart, he's Wayne, he's everybody, but actually, he's Mr. Rich Little. <laughs> I don't believe this. 
my whole act alive and well and living here at the MGM Grand. And this Ernest Fortnight down there. I don't want to go out with no girl tonight, Ma. And you want to know why? Because I'm ugly. And you want to know why I'm ugly? Because you and Paul were ugly, that's why. Gene Kelly there, too. I'm saying that on the right. Look, 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 look at this hockey puck. We're in the middle of the Nevada desert. The man's singing in the rain. It's good to be here to honor Frank tonight. But not everybody I know shared that opinion. For instance, Truman Capote said, <laughs> Hi there, fun seekers. <laughs> A roast of Frank Sinatra, I think it's ridiculous. All he ever does is go out every night and brawl and punch and hit. It's disgusting, it's degrading, and in a strange way, it's rather exciting. Of course, you were a fixture on many of the Dean Martin celebrity roasts, but I think you, you made a few appearances when it was just the Dean Martin Variety Hour. Yeah, I did, I did the, the Dean Martin Variety Show, I think, once or twice. And I did 20, 24 Dean Martin roasts. And uh, I think I did more roasts than anybody. <laughs> and again, it was, it, was, it was cool because in many cases, these are people that you knew who were the man of the hour or the woman of the hour. So was, it, I, I would imagine it, it was a fun and, and, and an honor to be part of those. Well, I think if, if they had on the dais at least three or four people that I impersonated, I was usually asked to appear. Mm-hmm. And that's why I did so many, was that, uh, you know, I would get up and do the people that were sitting there. And uh, people love that, you know. Whenever, whenever you're imitating somebody in front of them, people are looking at them. They're not looking at you because they want to see the reaction, you know. And uh, it was funny. When you did the Ed Sullivan show, Ed had no sense of humor at all. That's what I was told. And, and he, he didn't like it when people impersonated him. But he kind of faked it, he kind of <laughs> pretended that he did, but he really didn't, you know. And there were a lot of people that did uh, Ed Sullivan. Uh, Will Jordan was was the best. He looked like him. And then John Biner did him, and uh, uh, Jackie Mason did him, and I did him, you know. So there were a lot of people doing Ed Sullivan. I think a lot of the people that imitated Ed Sullivan were better at Ed Sullivan than Ed Sullivan. <laughs> Rich Little is on the line with us. Rich Little, America's master mimic. Rich was recently honored by the Governor General of Canada by being appointed to the Order of Canada, the Order of Canada, an honor that recognizes a select number of Canadians for their accomplishments in their respective fields. Take a quick time out. We'll talk some more with Rich Little. We come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash 
TV Confidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.